Well, there may be few passages more applicable to what we are going through now in the world than this one. It basically says because their hearts were hardened, they were terrified. They were afraid. And Jesus says, be not afraid. In fact, do you know it says be not afraid 365 times in the Bible? So you can read one every day of the year. A different one. 365 times, one different every day, be not afraid. Now, that message is applicable, I think, today. So what's, what's going on here? All right, basically Jesus sent these people away so he could pray. Even Jesus prayed. So we all need prayer. This is first and foremost. But then he saw his friends in trouble and he acted. Um, the moment had come where action had to take over for just time of his own. This is the very essence of Jesus. The cry for human need surpassed everything else. And he says the Greek phrase, it is I. Well, in the Greek, if you translate it, it really is I am. Why is that so important? Because that's the words only God used. God used those words to Moses on the mountain. He was reminding them, Jesus, right here, was reminding them that he has the same power as God. Now, what kind of power? Well, Job, you remember Job? It's not just about suffering. Job 9.8 says, God walks on the waves of the sea. So here we see Jesus showing them basically. What I think is fascinating is I was praying on this passage this morning is one of the commentaries said that Jesus had no weight of sin on his shoulders. Therefore, he didn't sink because he had no weight of sin weighing him down so he could actually walk on the waters. But wow, that's powerful. But then what does Jesus do? He goes on to focus, says they were terrified, but he goes on to focus on fear, not to be afraid. This is the issue today. Um, this is about fear. And I think this in a time more than ever in human history, we're living in fear when there have been times in human history that have been way more dangerous than now. The plague killed, I mean, infinitesimal more than COVID. Uh, COVID has a 0.03% death rate. The plague was over 50%, or depending on where you read, some say a third, some say half. But the point is way, way, way more than what we see today. And even then, there wasn't this kind of fear. Um, closing the churches, um, this kind of fear. You know, the fact is, fear is the first thing that will undo faith. And this is something we have to understand. Yes, we must be prudent. We must be smart. We must follow directions. We must be, you know, aware of the medical implications. Nobody questions that. But we also, in prudence, must keep things in perspective uh, with a 0.03% death rate. 
death rate. As I said, is closing our churches and denying somebody the grace for eternal life, is that prudent? Hmm, we must look at that question. Um, the first thing to undo, as I said, faith is fear. And that's why communism uses fear. It's their number one tool. Communism strikes fear into the people so that they will trust the government rather than God. This is the objective. And this is what we see happening here. Trust the government. The government will do everything you need for you. The government will keep you safe. Well, it's not the case. You and your family need to make those decisions on how to keep yourself safe. So they want to cause fear so that you will have no faith. This is very dangerous. You want to talk about dangerous? That's danger. Way more dangerous than a 0.03% death rate is losing our faith. Way more dangerous, way more dangerous is losing our entire basis and trust in God. And I think that's the message of today's gospel. You know, the opposite thing of fear is trust. Without trust, our faith is undone. And that's what fear will do. You know, later in this passage, Peter steps out of the boat. Remember? We didn't read it today, but remember, Peter comes out of the boat. And Peter's faith turned to fear. Remember, he stepped out into the water and he started to actually walk on the water the first couple steps. And then it said he became afraid and he began to sink. Our nation and our world needs to look to Peter. When Peter lived in fear, he denied Christ. When Peter lived in fear, he sank. I am not equating this to prudence. We must be smart. As I said, follow the medical rules. But to live in fear is what the gospel preaches against. To be so fearful that we can't allow anybody to come to mass, that we have to close our churches, that we have to deny the sacraments. This is exactly what the Bible teaches against. The opposite of fear, as I said, is trust. And without trust, our faith is undone. And when Peter began to fear, he began to sink. We will sink as a nation and as a world if we put our fear ahead of our faith and our trust in God. You know, Jesus said, trust is the vessel by which all grace is received. If we don't have trust, basically Jesus says, we won't receive grace. And I think that's what's happening in our world today. We're without grace because we're hardened. Just, I mean, this gospel passage is unbelievable. It, it so fits us. It says they didn't, they were fear, they were terrified because their hearts were hardened. Our hearts are hardened right now in the world. We're not open to surrender. We're not open to God's law. Well, I don't want to follow the rules of the Catholic Church. You know, um, Father Thad made a good point. We were driving back from the airport 
And he made a great point because I was talking to him about, you know, a lot, of, a lot of letters come in. Well, you don't want to follow the rules of the Catholic Church. We're not about rules. And Father Fad made a great point. He said, well, you know, those same exact people will watch a football game and say, wait a minute, that plays against the rules. You can't do it. Almost everybody would agree that plays sports, you've got to have rules. Or it becomes chaos. What if there were no rules in a baseball game? Well, then I could just take the ball and throw it into the stands and call it a home run. Oh, okay, I just hit a home run. I just threw it into the stands. Well, no, that's not the rules. Well, wait a minute, I don't like rules. No, rules are to create order, to not create chaos. And so when we're hardened and we don't want to follow the rules, we become hardened. The rules of God are not to be waiting on our shoulders. Like Jesus, the rules keep us free from sin so that we can stay above the water, that we don't have the weight of sin dragging us down. And that's an important message. And so finally, this whole passage is based as much as tradition is on water. Remember, water was what destroyed the world with Noah, but then what also gave birth to the world through baptism. You know, water symbolizes life, as it does in baptism, but it also can symbolize danger, like Noah in the ark. And so that is why in this passage, the waves of water can be uncertainties of life, can be dangers in life, just like COVID. But did Jesus say, oh my gosh, Shut down the ministry because there's a wave on the lake. No. Jesus said, be not afraid. Don't lose trust in me. And that is what is happening. These waves symbolize the dangers of life. There's going to be danger. There was danger at the time of Christ. There was danger from Herod. There was danger from Pontius Pilate. There was danger from the Romans. Did Jesus stop teaching his ministry and said, go into your house because you might get in trouble with a Roman soldier or Herod might persecute you? No, he took it out into the streets. He didn't live in fear. And he's teaching us to do the same. God then calms the sea if we trust. Remember to St. Faustina, Jesus said mankind will not have peace until he turns with trust to my mercy. Mankind will not have peace until he turns with trust to my mercy. We are all looking for peace in 2022. We are all praying for a calmness of the raging waters. We are all praying for peace. Jesus gives us the answer. We will have peace when we trust in his mercy. And 365 times he tells us to be not afraid. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, 
prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.